Hello and welcome to the Underpowered Podcast. This is episode 60. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. A gaming podcast where we battle our backlog, revealing what is worth your time, money, and energy. I'm Shelby Stokes. Hello, Shelby. And joined on the cast today, my old friend, Casey Cool. Hey, hey, hey. The dynamic duo is back. Bam, bam, bam. Yep. Sean's asleep. He fell asleep. Turns out he's a working man. He's a working man, but you know what? It's always been us two. It's always about us. It's true. It's true. We're the epicenter. But uh, hey, mm-hmm. Sean, Sean is like the moon to our sun, right? He is. He's our rotating third chair permanently. How was that? The moon to our sun. How how, how good of a uh, solar system reference was that? You know, I think you're the moon, I'm the sun, and Sean is maybe like Pluto. Whoa. <laughs> Pluto? Because he's, he's cold? Because he's chilled out? He's so chill and tiny. And we're not sure if he's actually a planet yeah, or not. Yeah, really. Yeah, it's really. Yeah. I don't know if he's human. I'm pretty <laughs> sure sometimes he's part robot. Still up for debate. Yeah, for sure. But no, we're just uh, rocking and rolling, talking some games, talking some yeah. news, and uh, yeah, we're doing our thing. It is almost summer in these parts. I know. It's the about time. Been beautiful. I feel like yeah. you know how I know we're old because we talk about the weather. Well, today was a really crazy weather day because at one point it was sunny and looked like it was going to be 80 degrees all day, and then there was a hailstorm. So, it was oh, nutty. I didn't. We didn't get that on my end, but I'm I'm about 50 minutes away from Shelby. I'm closer to the water, dude. But you were out hitting dingers all yesterday, so you're probably pretty tired. Yeah. So I blew out my voice at T-ball. Wow. Um, Speaking of bad comments. Yeah. No. I. You. It's hard to yell through a mask, and it's it's so comical to watch these kids play. One of my players threw a ball at another player because that's he thought he was thinking dodgeball rules to tag him out, and that kid cried. So no one on my team cried. Uh, that was a big win. And then one of my players were like, tag him. He drops the ball and he tags the kid like he's playing tag. <laughs> and it's like, and the kid, and it's the kid playing catcher. And the guys come home like, no. And then one of my players, someone was blocking his way. He ran around the kid four times, like in a circle, like think Sonic the Hitchhog around an enemy and then to the home plate. And it was like, it was just, it was such a show. Like I was, it was cute. Uh, a lot of cute moments. Uh, very fun. My son told me he had the best time, and he's really enjoying it. So that that makes it all worthwhile. The time I get to spend with my son. He scored a run. Did the umpire lose his man mind when he stepped out of the baseline? No, because the umpires are the parents, and like it's just like you know, it's it volunteer, it's coaches because they're five. Anybody who takes a five year old game seriously, I have an issue with, and I will tell them to go t- sit in our car. You know, like, it, it, calm down. This isn't the World Series. Chief. Oh, my gosh. You know how many parents are going to upset with an attitude like that? I'm good. It, that, and then their kids shouldn't be playing sports <laughs> right now because you're going to put too much pressure on them and they're going to resent you. Maybe do some reflecting yourself if that makes you mad. Yeah, I mean, what's more baseball than giving the kids chewing tobacco and just say, do your right. best? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm manning them up. Right? I'm like, here's how you chew a chaw and here's some greenies. Do you know what greenies are? Is that, is that like big red? Is that what that is? No, greenies were in the 80s. Baseball players used to just take speed or like Adderall what? in there and they would have, they were called greenies and it would wire them up. And they were basically taking ADHD medicine and getting hyper-focused in. Uh, to the game, and they would help them hit balls because they were so. This is why I never liked baseball right here. On. Exactly, I was more excited about the hot dogs of the ballpark than the game. Let's okay. be real. Are you okay? Let me ask your stance on hot dogs. Uh, what condiments do you put on your hot dogs? Ooh, I mean, yeah, ooh. I mean, I'm a I'm a big fan of the relish. All of a sudden, relish. I, I go with relish. I'm a, I'm a relish fan. Uh, kraut sometimes, depending on the quality of the kraut. You know, I don't want any low level okay. kraut. It's got to be good stuff. Yeah. 
Um, I like to throw a little, uh, little ketchup on there, but not a lot, just a little bit, just enough to get some flavor. You're not a ketchup guy. I'm not, you know, when I was a kid, I loved ketchup, but I've gotten older. I just realized I hid that and I just wanted to eat ketchup because it has sugar. Well, I mean, just a little bit, just enough to get the taste. Just get the little taste. A little bit goes a long way. Right, right, right. Get a little hint. Uh, I, on a hot dog, I think it's for little kids. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm a mustard, relish, uh, onions, ketchup, uh, sauerkraut mm. guy as well, not ketchup. Um, I do like from our college days, you oh, get yeah. cream cheese. Very healthy. On Very the hot healthy. dog. Yeah. And then the grilled <laughs> onions. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. There's a bar in Tacoma called the Red Hot. My friends that all live out of state will be like, can we go to the hot dog bar? I've, you, I've taken you there, haven't I? I actually had to work one night and you met me there. That's right. And it's the best. We we pounded hot dogs and drank really strong beers. I love it. Yeah, they have a peanut butter and jelly hot dog, which is bomb. It's peanut butter and bacon. No jelly. Yes, that is what is. Yes. So you feel your heart explode. I think they call it the Elvis. So worth it. So worth it. So worth it. Also, you know what else is worth it? Playing video games. Playing video game is worth it. Is worth the mm-hmm. the time expense, the hours that yes. we pour in these virtual yes, machines. I, I'm happy with them. I'll look back on my. <laughs> it's like it's like reading a book. You know. I feel that way about it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like reading a book. Exactly. It's an experience. Um, yeah. We're, we're playing games. Are you still on the Mohan train? Always. I built out a couple weapons, so I, I won't bore everyone with the Mohan, the Monster Hunter Rise. I, that is something I'll probably play for the rest of the year. And, then, you know, they're putting in updates every month. So there's going to be some new big monsters in like a month or so or half a month. And uh, right now, like the current meta, I have some – I'm making a really big sword. But actually, the big thing in my house right now was my son's birthday, so we finally got to open Pokemon Snap. Oh, shoot. How was that? Pokemon Snap is a game that if you're a college student and you like the devil's lettuce, it is the perfect game for you to just sit back and relax to. I don't know. Like, it, it just <laughs> – my wife likes Animal Crossing. She likes games that are very relaxing. She got really into it, although when you move the camera too fast – so. If you've never played Pokemon Snap, it's a game from our childhood that we correlate to Blockbusters. Because you had to go, you get on the N64 and you print the pictures at Blockbuster that you took. You could, if you were really into it. But it's a rail shooter, if you really think about it. Where you're kind of on like a track. You have to take, you can shoot your camera at images. You get scored on your pictures. And then, um, and there's so, you know, in the original game, there I think original Pokemon Snap didn't have all 150 Pokemon. I think it had like 90 of them or 80 or something. Or 74. This one has tons of different Pokemons. It has a day and night cycle. It has nine levels. We have not unlocked all the levels. There's a little bit of grinding. There's there's little side quests, though, where someone will go, man, I really would like to see uh, a Pidgey be your friend. Or Dotrios can fly, supposedly. I'd love to see one in flight, and you have to make them do that, and you get, like, you get more bonus points for making that event happen. Um, and when you grind, more Pokemon appear in that zone. So you go back. So it, it's been fun. My son and I are working on taking turns with it. He wasn't sure about it at first. Cause it's very low action. You know, like when you're six, you're like, all right, I'm yeah. in. And then he's like, Oh, I'm just taking pictures. I'm like, yeah, dude, it's fun though. <laughs> so he's starting to see like the slow burn to it. He likes seeing the new zones. Uh, it, it's very relaxing. I don't know if the price of admission is worth it. Yeah. So this was a, what does this game retail at? It's sixty bucks. Oh wow! It's a triple A title, and the thing about is it a triple A title? Is it a triple A title? It's a Pokemon title. <laughs> it's a Pokemon Snap game. This feels like yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I get it. Does it feel like it's a sixty dollar game? Um, kind of like okay. Here's the thing: the graphics are really nice. Bandai Namco, I believe, actually made this uh, or did a lot of the artwork for it this time. 
yeah, they were the developer of Bandai Namco. And they do a really good job with the cell shade and the Pokemon look really sharp. I think if I were to, just a quick early recommendation before I give it a big rating, $60 is a lot of money to ask for a game that doesn't have a ton of action. But if you're cool just chilling and you love Pokemon and you're in the Pokemon cycle, like I'm a Pokemon fan, fanatic. I love it. I will do anything Pokemon. Definitely worth it. But if you're someone that just wants something relaxing to play with your kids and it's young, maybe def- wait on wait till it's on sale. Right, that that would be my my set because sixty dollars is a big ask when you can pay fifteen dollars a month and have seven hundred games on Game Pass, or you could go get Yoshi's Island or Yoshi's Crafted World, which is very good for your kids. My son still loves that game. How's the replayability? I know you mentioned they drop new Pokemon in the levels. Like, do they tell you that new creatures have been unlocked? Oh, you know, you just go back because you you get a level for each time you do a, a zone, and I, I I'm. I haven't even unlocked everything because I'm going back and I'm kind of grinding through. There is a grinding aspect in that you're going to redo this because, hmm, maybe if I throw this ball at this or this apple at this Pokemon, it'll wake them up, right? Or maybe if I play this uh, music, it will make this Pokemon dance and I can get a four. Like, so each time you take a picture of a Pokemon, there's a star rating. There's one star, two star, three star, and four. So you can take four pictures of that Pokemon to go into your scrapbook and they represent a score. Like uh, today I got my first four star picture of a score bunny, you know, the Pokemon starter you wish you wanted because I threw this one ball on him that made him glow blue. And so Mm. when he kicked, it made his flame blue. Right. And you know, blue flames, super hot. So it was like four star. And it it didn't say that in my head. It does. And (laughs) it was cool to see that. And it was a good picture. One thing it does not do. It does not follow the rule of thirds. If you've taken a photography class or any type of film class, uh, they don't really like account for that. They just want you to get the. My son took one of a whale lord. Whale lord's the biggest Pokemon in the game. It's a giant blue whale, and it's just his like face. It's huge. It's not like you can't see a silly of it. I'm like three star. <laughs> three star picture. <laughs> like it's just it's weird how they pick what's what, but it's fun. Super relaxing. I kind of want to go play it. Like when I get off with you, it's something I could watch. I can listen to a podcast. You can't really watch TV with it because you have to be focused on what you're doing. Right, it's not yeah. like a long like. Oh, let me take turns or do this. Now, now, when you say it's on rails, are you able to slow or stop the cart at all, or is it just auto? So sometimes a Pokemon will get in front of your cart and stop it, not on purpose, mm-hmm. like they accidentally do, and then you can just stand and look around. Sometimes Pokemon are in the way, and you have to go on a certain path, but there's set paths that you can have to follow. And are there multiple paths to the level? So on like the first zone, there is if the Bidoof, uh, I guess an early spoiler, they're building a dam in the morning, right? If you get the Bidoofs to build the dam and you do the right things, you can go across their dam and watch the uh... path there, right? Um, there's other courses. Again, I still like, there, there's so much to unlock with this game and a lot of little layers and everything I've heard people say um, about it. There's just a lot of surprises to be waiting there's pokemon i'm still waiting to see too so it sounds like there's much more depth to this game than the original i admittedly tried to rent it back in the day like when it was a blockbuster i think i rented it once and i was like oh this is boring got through like, oh, the first no. three stages and just was done yeah so it this sounds like it has more depth than that with the multiple paths i don't know it might even be multiple paths in the old one i can tell you well and you can post your pictures on line and people can rate them and you can put like funny captions and stuff so anybody with your buddy code could come and play with you or just anybody in like that has online they can like rate your picture with likes or whatever there's like a whole system for that too who is rating these photos when you take them in pokemon fans 
Oh, who's rating them in the game, though? Yeah. Uh, The professor. The professor looks at it and goes, oh, this is worth, like, you get points for getting the Pokemon. If there's multiple Pokemon in the picture, if he's doing a pose, there's certain things that'll multiply it. And... And so that can help you. Dude, that's that's kind of like he's a professor. He should not be doing photography. It's just not how that works. Well, no, you are the photographer for him. You're doing field research for him. And he's like, hmm. yeah, but he's the one judging it. Right. So what is he supposed to be like some master photographer? Exactly. That's why the rule of thirds does not apply. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like if he had taken a photography class, that's 101. You put things into thirds on your frame. And that's how it works. And you should get it four points for that. It sounds like they're going to take his doctorate for this. They should. He definitely does not have any doctorate in photography or broadcasting of any sort how does one become a pokemon doctor too that's the thing i want um well or professor well first of all you have to kill a lot of pokemon to become a doctor i think so right just like a veterinarian has to kill a lot of dogs before they get to be a veterinarian wow yes exactly i mean look come on let's talk about wow (laughs) how many blood is on a veterinarian's hand (laughs) think about it uh you have to do three pokedex all at the same time Oh, oh, okay. Gotcha. You can fill them out in order, alphabetically, yeah. Yeah. reverse. Alphabetically, then by color. Then by color. Uh, let's let's name all the ways we can organize Pokemon. Go ahead. I don't know. There's too many Pokemon. I know. Um, you could do it by spots. For me, there'd be like three Pokemon, and the rest would just be question marks. I'm just be like, yeah, whatever. It all goes in after this. Yeah, the green, red. You do it by color. I can see you doing that. Oh, yes. Yeah, red one, two. Red one, three. Back to my son's T-ball game. It's really quick with the number of things. So there's different teams, and one there's Tigers. That's who we played, and then another team is called Tigers Two because they also oh be Tigers. So that's how Shelby. That's how you would, I think, name Pokemon Pikachu, Pikachu Two, Pikachu that's right. Three, and and it would just be like that would be the rest of the Pokédex. Mm-hmm. It would just be Pokemon. It would just be Pikachu One through Ninety Nine or whatever it would be. Oh, there you go. I like it. Yeah, I mean, exactly. would simplify things. Or just change their name to like the yeah. yellow one, the blue one, yeah. the red one. Uh, the other game I've been doing playing too i talked about last week i started up x i went back into axiom verge um i'm like six hours in i'm enjoying it it is my wife was watching i was like what is this weird game because it's older like 8-bit 16-bit graphic style and there's a part where you talk to a giant deuce mocking a face again that it, it looks like it's in the matrix with the wires coming out of his head and she's like what is this i was like yeah, don't worry about it and then she's like, and then she saw me dying. Like, are you getting reanimated? She was trying to like figure out what's going on, have a serious conversation with me. And I go, yeah. And she goes, I okay. Like, she just was weirded <laughs> out by it. But it that game feels good to play it, and the boss fights are fun. Um, I think I'm half, maybe halfway through. I'm unlocked another area, so I think each area has a boss. And I'm, I, I again, tons of Metroid feels for it too. And yeah. it rewards exploring. When you die, you go back to your spawn point, and you're like, "Ugh." I am a sucker for Metroidvanias. Yeah, it's probably one of my favorite types of games out there. When I get into one, I don't normally let go of it. Yeah, I like the Messenger uh-huh. quite a bit. But basically, anything Metroidvania is is right up my alley. Especially in the Metroidvania games that tell you where you have missed mm. stuff in rooms. Like, that is a big sticking point for me. Like, you need to tell me what room I need to go to, and I will search that room till I find it. But um, that is definitely a huge point for me. So, 
Did you, with Hollow Knight, you didn't play it. You didn't stay with Hollow Knight, correct? I got like 70 to 80% of the way through that game, and then I fell off of it. And when I came back, I was like, <laughs> I don't even know which way to go. Yeah, that's the hard thing about that game. I think if I came back to it, I'd have to start over. Even though I'm at the yeah. end, so luckily with that one, that's not there. But I know the Dark Souls aspect of it burns people yeah i didn't mind the difficulty of it it's not like i got to a point where i could not progress it was just kind of like okay i got to this area i'm not exactly sure where to go next i'll come back to this later and now every time i go back it's like oh i have no idea it's not on game pass i will cut that part out of the podcast but axiom verge is 20 bucks on the switch and it's worth it uh the other thing is everyone's waiting for axiom verge 2 but because of covid i think that pushed it back because there's it's not. I don't know how big the production team is for Axiom Verge. COVID ruins everything. It does. It does. Thomas Happ, who's the developer, it's his company. He's the publisher too. And you can buy it though for in all platforms for about twenty. It's twenty bucks on all platforms. Um, so far, it's worth the price of admission. Again, like I said, there's so many good games out. Like there's never been a better time to play video games. And <laughs> so I've heard. And yeah, the price of admissions easy for that one. But I, I'm hoping to beat that this week i kind of want to get it done and then i can focus on Monster. yeah i hear you um speaking of games on game pass i'm still playing through dead yeah, space three is what i've been spending time with and haven't really played a lot since we spoke last i'm still really early in the game um i tried to play through a little bit a couple of days ago and was like wow this is feeling kind of samey i wonder how far into this game i am Turns out not very far at all. So I don't really know. I'm going to continue to play it. I liked the first two quite a bit. This has been one that's been on my backlog, so I'm going to finish it out. But um, the, the combat seems a little bit... I think the draw of the first two games was the atmosphere, the slowness, and this game feels like a lot more action. And it feels like they're just throwing hordes of enemies at me, which... Is kind of missing the draw of the first two games. Are you scared at all when you play? Yeah, but more jump scares, it feels like. Not like, oh, shoot, I'm about to die. More like, oh, I'm about to get a jump scare. And sure enough, there is quite a few of those. You can tell that they were definitely trying to throw everything in to expand on the game. There's some side quests, which I don't remember being in the first one. I finished off a side quest. I was like, oh, that was fun, but maybe I'm just going to stick to the main story for a little while. Do you play in the dark? Do you try to set the ambiance to make yourself more scared to bring up that intensity? I mean, I think that's the way you should play this game. That is not the way I'm always playing this game. Uh, it's kind of the one that I'm working on now. So whenever I can steal a moment, I try to get in there and play it. Mm. Uh, I'll probably get some time in tonight or sometime this week because my schedule is being a little bit more flexible than it has been over the last six months. So I'm excited to get in and play some more. And I also have headphones that I think I want to try to wear. Oh, there you but go. That's real scary, man. That's real scary. Hey, man. Just remind yourself it's not real. It's only it's a twelve to thirteen hour game. Oh, is that it? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm well, I mean, based on the mission chapters that I looked up, I think I'm only on chapter five and there's twenty chapters. So you're a quarter of the way there. That would be correct. That by my math, let me check. Yeah, okay, my math checks out. <laughs> That's good. I mean, no other games on the horizon that are interesting you. No, no Monday night game nights. Uh, not this week. My uh, in laws were in town, so we didn't get a chance to play on Monday. Uh, you know, I like. I feel like I should go back and play Disco Elysium, but I really just don't really want to. Then don't. Um, then don't. we'll see where that goes. 
You know what we should play together is Spellbreak. Spellbreak? No, I like good games. Dude, it, we you played the one time. <laughs> you can't use my joke, my Fortnite joke. How no, I've I played it like three or four times. I think we played together once, and then I jumped in there a couple of other times. I was like, oh, this is cool, but yeah. For a free game, they've done a lot. That's, For a free the game, they have done a lot. I think Apex is a better game in that same vein. Like, if I'm going to go play a Royale shooter, it's going to be Can that you one. fly in Apex? Yeah, you fly down out of the plane. No, but when you jump, can you, like, float and fly like they do in Spellbreak? Yeah, you got to grab a rope and go to the top, and then you fly away. See, I don't need a rope in Spellbreak. Everyone can just... Magic. This is for those that are listening. I'm doing the Superman flying the air because fit. magic. Yes, because magic. Speaking of magic, let's talk about some snooze speculation on Speculation News Network. Speculation News Network. I had to talk about this story as the Pokemon fan and to continue on the Pokemon. So, have you been following the phenomenon of Pokemon cards in the last year? I've heard a little bit. I hear they're really hard to come by. Really hard to come by, worth a lot of money. I had a Charizard, the first edition that my friend's brother, who I'm still good friends with today, stole from me as a kid and sold. And now I bring it up to him every time. I'm like, hey, that would be worth $100,000 right now. <laughs> I just, it really? Yeah. There's no way that can't be real. PSA 10 is like the highest ranking. Yeah. Uh, Rogic just bought one. The guy you like, the former rapper. $220,574. That's ridiculous. But that's like a mint PS10. That's like the best grade you can get for a trading card. But trading cards as a whole are up. And the big kerfluffle, great word, is Target and supposedly originally it was named walmart we're not going to sell because there was a giant fight in the parking lot at target right really yeah and the news stories were walmart and target no longer selling pokemon cards because they're dangerous or they're causing violence they're so dangerous and my big takeaway when i saw that and i was thinking about walmart like i'm pretty sure walmart sells guns so it's not the most dangerous thing at Walmart. Well, people aren't lining if, up to get guns, though. Or maybe they are. I don't know. I think at the beginning of COVID, that'd be a different story. Uh, no, the big thing was at Walmart. Kind of, no, we're still selling them. So Walmart, Wally World, staying true. So you can get your Pokemon cards there. Local card shops. I think GameStop still is selling them too. But yeah, man, it's well. Everybody needs a reason to go to GameStop. Let's right. be real, dude. I I like collecting Pokemon cards. I like playing Pokemon cards. I'll play TGC on my app. I, you know, I tried Magic for a while, and it just made me want to play Pokemon cards because that's my that's your realm. You, know, you, you like you sphere. like yourselves the Pokemon. Are you going to go knife fight somebody for them? <laughs> that you know, if I wanted to just go get some rage out, I was thinking that'd be a good way. Like, all right, who's going to fight me for this collector's Pikachu? No, I don't know. I I would probably go to a card shop. My son really is interested in it, and I would love to go to a card shop with him. I'm not really worried. And we used to go, like, Target. Yeah, If I go to Target, I can never come out of there, like, with my pocket intact. You know what I mean? Like, my wallet takes a hit every time. Or if my wife goes there, I'm like that husband. I'm like, okay, I'll just wait at the parking lot three hours later. <laughs> Where are you? Dude, the, the problem with Target and Fred Meyer, which is a chain over here on the West Coast, mm-hmm. is that they sell everything there. So when you're going through the credit card, it's just like, oh, this might be groceries. This might be clothes. We don't know. Right. Dude, they had in Oregon, I wish this last summer, they had the vending machines that sold Pokemon cards that they used to have at mall uh-huh. kiosks where you could just yeah, plug I've in seen those. numbers. And- yeah. So hopefully they start restocking those, but people just rob them. I know people are animals and they're ruining fun things like Pokemon cards. And yeah, for sure. I've been going down a Lego hole pretty tough recently. 
it's been bad. It's been bad. I don't know where I'm going to put all these Lego sets. Dude. And there's a new Spider-Man set coming out. Oh, the Daily Bugle one. Have you seen that? Yeah, it looks cool. Oh. Dude, we have we have every single Mario Lego. And it's just they're sitting on a table. My son will bring up some and play with them. We have tons. He has like a table. We we kind of made it a rule now he can only get Legos. <laughs> See, I didn't get that. I didn't go to the Lego set, but the the Marvel sets real cool. Yeah. So yeah, he has a couple of those. He has the shield, uh the flyer. He has a bunch. Here's the thing with Legos. It's it's a helicarrier. Yeah. It has yeah. the uh, Mordock on the back of it. Too. Yes, yes, it does. Yeah, who just has a new show? But my son's kind of like I was with Legos. Is I would build them and then I'd put them up just to look. Like knowing I didn't play, I would play with them sometimes. But I, other kids, if they want to play with them, I was very picky about that. Dude, I started my shelf yeah. up here. Yeah, yeah, those are all Lego sets. They're a display. They're a display. And yeah. my wife's like, "Why would you build them? You're not going to play with them." Like, <laughs> do you know how hard it is to build those things? Like, he has a six thousand foot piece ninjago lego city that we built over three or four months that he doesn't like he'll tinker around with but it's like a display set on his bed so i get it and if i get pokemon cards for him i kind of was like he's like well i want to take him to school and i said "Mm, we're gonna teach you how to use a binder and a sleeve son you're gonna you're gonna learn how to take care of these you're gonna look how to take dude but that daily bugle set has 35 minis really five of which are exclusive yeah speaking of exclusive you know what else is going to be exclusive? I don't know if you set me up for that on purpose, but I saw the word. And I'm going to take it. Did you do that? Was that you trying to give me a, a little floater? Were you trying to give me the bump? Definitely not. Okay. Definitely not. I was more excited about the Daily Bugle set. Let's be real. Well, how do you feel about Bethesda being exclusive? I mean, it, it doesn't surprise me that this is a headline based on the acquisition mm-hmm. of Microsoft. I mean, if you pay $7.5 billion, with a B dollars for a company, I would make uh, Starfield exclusive too. That's the reports coming out right now that Starfield will only be on Xbox and PC. And if anybody's super shocked by this, come on, come like come on, Sony Sony's not going to be like here's Spider Man, here's this or that. Everyone's paying the Pied Piper. They may, they know? may not. I mean, I I think that this will eventually come out. I mean, if Microsoft is smart, they they'll kind of. Allow it to be on other platforms, um, but maybe not. Who knows? I think it's exclusive for two years or something like yeah. that. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I, I, this doesn't shock me by any means. I am not a guy that likes exclusives, period, end of story. So whether it's Sony, whether it's Xbox or Sony or Microsoft or wherever it is, not a fan of the idea of exclusives. I think you should be able to play your games wherever you are able to play games. I mean, you shouldn't have to buy a console and then be beholden to that console. I'm going to tell you what I tell my son. You get what you get and you don't have a fit. <laughs> you make a choice when you buy a console. Like, I, oh, I want Mario. Okay, get a Nintendo. No, I want Mario on my no. machine and I want it now. You're like rolling the dice when you buy it. You're like, okay, which one's going to have the most exclusives? Like, I don't think that's a reason you should buy hardware. I think hardware should be... A, a gaming setup that is good for you and you should be able to play whatever you want to play on it. That's where I yeah. stand on it. So I'm not crazy about this. As as many people know, I play a lot of my games on Xbox. I have a PS4, but I mean... You have a PC supposedly. It was supposed to be here three days ago. What's the yeah, on that? Well, uh, you know what? They sent me a tracking number. Oh, they, they sent me a snap. tracking number, but it, it says it's shipped, but when I click on the tracking number, it's nowhere to be found. Like it just says it's shipped. It'll be there sometime. It's like, hmm, this is fishy. So well, that's the PC check for the day. You should watch that in. Okay. PC Watch 2021. PC Watch. Um, do you think Starfield is going to be a good game? 
Well, I think Bethesda makes good games. I think that's, you know, they make a lot of good products. I think they've shipped things that aren't ready, but people seem to be liking the improved Fallout 76. Here's what I don't want to say, because then it makes it okay. It's kind of what Cyber or Project Red, which I'm going to take off as our company of like a game, people I trust for games. I know you love Witcher 3. You mean CD Project Red, right? Yeah, CD yeah. Project Red. I am not cool with a company putting out a product saying it's finished and then just going to say, oh, we're going to update it later. Like, oh, this is beta and you can buy it at this price. And then if you want to, if you want to sell them updates to it or something, that's fine. If, if Starfield comes out, it should be a good finished product. And I think it'd be like Skyrim. I know people that play Skyrim yearly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I got to start my yearly file of Skyrim. Um, I There's more great Bethesda games than there are bad ones. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, if this is Skyrim in space, as it's being sold as it could be a game breaker but what's the what's no man's sky if remember no man's sky's promise for everything that it did right and now it's got it's like a redemption story it's gotten better over time and they're kind of falling through on a lot of things they said for no man's sky right i think they're trying to avoid all these promises and they want to come out with a really solid product so and i know that was like for some people that's what they want a new console for and i think this is going to shift a lot of people's buys yeah i'm excited about bethesda in space let's be real i mean i think mm-hmm. that this could be a really good entry for them in their portfolio i'm excited mm-hmm. that a company like bethesda is trying to take on a new project new yeah. ip something that we haven't seen before like that's what gets me excited you know so often we're seeing recycled things that we've played for years and years and there's that familiarity which sells copies but I'm always a fan of companies that try to go out on a limb and try something new. So then how do you feel about Rockstar's recent move? Speaking about familiarity, I don't know if you keep setting these up, but we're just knocking them down. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is a GTA 5 announcement, right? I saw a meme about it. 2013. Oh, can I get GTA 5 for PS3? 2007 can i get gta 5 for ps4 2020 can i get gta 5 for ps5 and then it's like five years later can i get gta 6 for oh i'm sorry can i get gta 5 for my ps6 like i saw people memeing that pretty hard yeah it, it's coming to playstation i why I, I mean okay i'm curious how many people buy it i want to know the number and don't play the campaign and just play online I want those numbers. Well, I mean, I'm one of those guys that bought it on both consoles. I bought it on 360 and, or no, Xbox One. Yeah, one. What would it have been? And and it would have been 360 and Xbox One. Yeah. Was it on 360? No way. I think so. I think so. Didn't it come out at the end of the console cycle? Oh my God, it was on 360. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. It was a new release on 360. Then they re-released it on one on the, the next... Uh, generation i'll be impressed when they put it on nintendo i mean it's a pretty dang (laughs) cool game i mean it really is and i can see the draw to it i wouldn't be surprised if this game hangs out for a while and i wouldn't mind seeing it on the x series just to like see it i don't know that i'd buy it again it's so weird like to me but why wouldn't they just rebrand it and be like hey you can buy the full game for this much, or you can pay $40 for the online, and then there you go. I don't, like, yeah, I mean, after what after seeing what they did with Red Dead Redemption 2, I know there's been a lot of speculation about them building out that world. If they were smart, you know, they get an install base over three console generations, then they start dropping in some of those old worlds as DLC. That yeah. would be a really smart move for oh, them. Oh, yeah, give me, give me, give me Vice City, 
Give it me. seems like this could be a really good opportunity for them to just build a map yeah. and sell it as DLC. Um, I know that's been a pipe dream for many people, and I'm sure it's not technically easy, but after they did it in Red Dead 2, it seems like it'd be a really good move for them. Like, it would get me to go back if they released yeah. any one of those games. If you could go to world. Liberty City and Vice City and have them just be like a, a quick screen, a, a quick event or some type of like, you see a yeah. plane fly and then you're there. Well, and GTA 4 was set in New York, so even if it's like hop yeah, on a plane right. and fly to New York, like... Well, isn't isn't there New York uh, Liberty City? I believe it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah because sense. it's it's a play on a uh, Statue of Liberty. Statue of Liberty. Yeah, it's yeah. Liberty uh, Liberty City, and I think <coughs> that's where three is too. Is it? No, three. Where's three? Yeah, it's Liberty City. Oh yeah, it is three. It's three. Yeah, because that yeah. was the first time they yeah. went three D. That's that's right. Yeah. Yes, it was. It was top down before, and that was the one on PS two, and then. You know what game it makes me want them to remake is Simpsons Hit and Run. Oh man, there you go. Yeah, I remember that. That was fun that back was in good, the day. That was a good GTA clone. Oh, the Simpsons, timeless, timeless. timeless. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I wouldn't mind jumping back into GTA. Maybe we should like set up a play date on GTA. You can play in your Switch if it ever comes to it. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> Um, if, if it comes to it, then I will do that, and then you got to play Spell Break with me. Uh, if you buy a console, I will play GTA 5 with you. I have a console. How dare that's you, not, I mean, that's more of a handheld. Let's be real. No, I think I'm holding off because I probably would get a Series S in time. I told you, man, I'm saving up for a dog. Like, I got, I got things I've got, I got to do. Dude, you're an adult. Just go out and buy a dog, man. Dogs cost a lot of money. And you know, maybe maybe you're looking at the wrong dogs. I can give you a dog for free. I don't want your hand-me-down lap. <laughs> uh, okay. But she's so sweet. I'm re- then you keep her and enjoy her. I'm going to get my own dog and teach it cool things. Like to get you, know, here. you know they're giving dogs away down at like the pound, right? Three legs named Lucky. Oh. Like I think it'd work right into your thing. No, I, I've looked at that, but they're mostly pit bulls. And I have a cat and I, I believe I, it's a horrible stereotype to believe in. So pit bulls love cats yeah. and they're really nice. Yeah, sure. Sure. Some of them are, some of them are great dogs. Some of them yeah. rip kids faces off. I've seen that too. Yeah. Especially if you're raising a dog in San Andreas. Yes. Yes. Is that a feature? I wonder if you, you can't have pets in, in GTA. Can you? Yeah. Uh, it was in some of the marketing. I would imagine they have dogs in that game. They have everything else. Bro, like if, you can play golf. You can, yeah, you can do it all in there. Will they put in animal fighting? That's the real question. If they want to get show the real wow, I'm sure I do not think they would do that. I really don't. What if they did it under the guise of Pokemon? So you had it turned it to a turn based game, dude. I like how animal violence okay. is not okay until it's Pokemon. Like, oh, these are fictional characters, yeah, dude. Pokemon is a full on animal crime fighting ring. If you really think about it, that's all it is. It's 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 a, do- a video game about dog fighting. Yeah, Pokemon is basically the cockfighting of games. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yes, for sure. You know, in, in some countries. Do you ever attach razor blades to your Pikachu's feet and just say, go uh, for it? You can it? give him items sometimes, yeah. You know, make his iron tail stronger. I'll give him, like, a steel coat. No, I'm not, I'm not talking about a trinket. Like, here's a shiny shell. Go and find... No, I want, like... There's an item called Razor Claw <laughs> that gives him more crit chance that you could put on him. Pikachu come pulls out bazooka like that's what i well, want that's aggressive why would he, he there's a thing on the internet it's like okay as we move into our final we're going to talk hot takes here and that's our news our last segment we're going to try to come up with our hottest takes from the internet and the internet culture so my hot take was in this trending thing on twitter was okay 
all the Pokemon or a million lions? Who would win? The all fight? the Pokemon. They're huge. Exactly. This is a non. They also wait. They can use a million a million lions. That's a lot of lions. Can lions dude. shoot fireballs out of their hands and uh, like thunderstorms from the sky? Dude, I think you're underestimating a pissed off lion. I'm just saying. Dude. Kyogre and Groudon are the gods of earth and water, and then you got a flying dragon. They can't get a dragon that flies. They, there's going to be a couple Pokemon that die. Blood will be shed on the Pokemon side. But the lions are not... I don't care. One Hyper Beam's killing at least a couple Wow. Lions. I don't know. A million lions is a lot of lions, dude. Yeah, but a Hyper Beam is a Hyper Beam. Hyper Beam. I, here's my problem with Pokemon. Is you That's can't, like getting hit with a nuke. You can't actually tell how big the Pokemon are because they all look the same size. Shelby, yes. their size are in the Pokedex. It literally gives you a height and weight. But they all look the same size when you battle them. No, no, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Yes, they do. You're like, oh, this one's a whale. Okay. It if you pull out a whale lord. The whole yeah, thing. if you pull a whale lord. It, yes, it does. <laughs> oh, it on the on this shield one, yes, it does. The sword and shield, it changes the size. Then how come how come the insects are so big? Pokemon is so unrealistic. Um, have you ever been to the Amazon? They have some what kind of folks. lions are we talking here? Are we talking like Simba cubs or are we talking like Mustafa cubs? Uh, well, here's the thing. If it was female lions, it'd be more of an advantage because the male lions, there's only one in a pride and all they do is sit around and sleep all day and mate. Well, the females do all the hunting. So a million lionesses. So you want a Nala. You want a Nala. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Huh. If it's all Nala's, then it's it's a game changer. But still, uh, Hyper Beam all day. Uh, hyper Beam. Like, and fireballs, man, or fire blast, or uh, Fisher. The Fisher is an instant KO move. You're just dropping a hole in the middle of the earth, <laughs> okay. and the lions are going to fall through it. Uh, I thought way too much about this. Yes, apparently, apparently. So, so we're doing internet hot takes, stuff on the internet. Yeah, internet okay. hot takes, and then, or just random thoughts. That's my first. Elon thought. Musk was stellar on SNL. I thought that was the funniest episode of SNL I had seen in a while. Now, not because Elon did a good job, but because he's one of the most awkward human beings I have ever witnessed on camera. And he was so uncomfortable the entire time that it made it one of the most enjoyable episodes I've seen. He tried. I like that. He he tried his best. He also pointed out, he's like, I'm trying to send people to space and build tunnels underneath the earth. Like I'm not a normal guy. What do you did you that? did you see the opening monologue? I saw that clip and then I watched the Wario sketch because it was trending on the internet. And I'm like, okay, all right. My big takeaway from the Mario sketch was Princess did not have an Italian accent. I don't know why they <laughs> gave her that stereotype. I didn't watch it like SNL. I I can't watch a full episode of it because like after about 45 minutes, it's not good. I did see Miley Cyrus on it. With Dude. that young man singing, that that, that, were, that was a good song. I was very impressed. With I that. have to say that Miley Cyrus really surprised me. Like, to the point where I actually went and listened to her album. And her it wasn't trash. Her new one? Yeah. She's yeah, good. her new album is really impressive. Like She's a very talented musician. We're probably going to get flashed. She yes. ends up in my head as, like, a pop bubblegum gal. Like, that party in the USA is just how I think of Miley yeah. Cyrus. And when I saw her in SNL, I was like, oh, dang, she's got some chops. She's she's good. I, I think she's really close with Stevie Nicks. And I think she wants to move into like that kind of realm and be a rocker and change. Like I always think of her dad, too, you know, like achy, breaky heart. Yeah. Country music. But no, she's got it. I was really impressed. I have to say that that opening monologue for Elon Musk, at the end, he goes to hug his mom. And it's the most awkward interaction yeah, that I have a, ever seen in the history of my life. He's an awkward dude. No, okay. Part of the reason I enjoyed the episode so much is because I'm just imagining his week in the writer's room where the, all the cast members are just like, 
what are we going to do with this guy? Like, what the heck are we going to do? And every sketch that was going through my head. So hats off. Elon Musk, you did a good job. Come back anytime to SNL. Well, you know, and people were complaining about him on the show initially. So I, I, I hope he came in and he was very polite. Like, I haven't heard anything bad. About well, he him. has Asperger's, right? So Does he? I mean, I wouldn't be yeah. surprised. Didn't he announce that? The... He announced that, like, right in the beginning. It was, like, his first thing. I think it's Asperger's. Um, I don't know. You're Googling it. I am. Tell me if I'm wrong. I, I swear he says it right out of the gate. But those people with Asperger's don't always pick up on social cues. And he definitely gave that air off. Oh, yeah. He, you know, he's, he has, he revealed on Saturday Night Live that he has Asperger's. And that makes yes. a lot of sense. Well, it's just, and, you know, I've watched him on podcast. I watched him on Rogan, obviously, when like the whole thing happened. And how he looks at people, that makes sense. There we go. Yeah. You know, though, like the internet trashes everybody. So, yeah. Good for, you know what? He's a billionaire like oh boo like i get like people don't like him yes his parents owned a emerald mine like yeah okay and this is what he went and did with it i i know other rich people that have gone and done more horrible things i think uh he did a fine job for i he's not a comedian he's he's a nerd so good for him all right my next hot take and this is my final one i was thinking about this day i don't think we're gonna see console wars anymore after this run. But I feel like we are seeing console wars. Like we just talked to an exclusive. You got Sony that's like, no, you have to play the best games on our console. I think it's going to come to like TV and it's going to be an app. And you're going to run it on whatever system you have. And you can have the Nintendo app or you can have the get the uh, we're moving to that. I don't think it's going to be a console thing. I think it's going to be you play on this platform. I mean, that wouldn't surprise me. I mean, everything is going that way, right? You look at content like we don't no right. longer buy physical content anymore media right media. you don't go out right. and buy a dvd you just sign up for netflix and wait or go to another platform well here's the other issue with it too no one can get a ps5 ps5s are selling really hot but they're really hard to get yeah right these new consoles are really hard to get so if it becomes a subscription based you either it's it's going to all become pc based in that either your machine can run it or it can't and then it's going to be you can update it and it puts it on the owner and then the game companies can focus on developing. Yeah, and I, I think you were more on track with the apps, right? Cloud computing being what it is. Maybe it won't look as shiny, but they're going to get latency down to where it's non-existent. They're almost um, there you know, with all, that uh, xCloud, yeah. right? And putting Game Pass on that. Yeah, I mean, the stuff that I've played on xCloud has been very responsive. Um, you know, some of the content is a little hard to consume via a small screen, but they'll fix that with further iterations on the platform. I mean, I've been playing a Game Boy since I was five, so small screens ain't no thing. Yeah, but those are made for True. that. Like, imagine porting... Like, I tried to play Desperados 3 on xCloud about a month ago, and if you don't know what that is, it's kind of a Commandos-esque type game if you know that title i know commandos um do you remember the edos game yeah vaguely so it's like it's like a top down yeah it's a top down it's like an rts but you only get five heroes and they all have special abilities and they're cowboys and they're cowboys yeah this is awesome whoa yeah right yeah this is okay go tell me more tell me more about desperado they won some game of the year awards at some point from okay. some establishment. But anyway, that playing that game on my cell phone, it was just like, oh, this is too much to consume here on this little screen. I'd rather be okay. playing it on a PC. Okay. So, uh, yeah, all that to say, yes, that will definitely happen. I wrote down some hot takes that I just wanted to riff on. And I... Okay, give me one more. Give me one more just for time. Actually, one of them is physical media is dead. But I'm 
I think Great. that's agreement. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, it's it's going. I also believe that you should not pre-order games. Just saying. Just don't pre-order them. Don't pre-order them. Because what happens is, is you go, you buy the game, you buy it on a promise, and then if the game doesn't live up, you're stuck with the game. True. That doesn't work. So, like, my son also got Mario Maker. And like I said, like, he had hype for it because he saw something on YouTube. And I let him learn the hard lesson that games aren't always as perfect as they look, son. Um, I don't know. Like, I think pre-ordering's fine. I don't like it when you pre-order something for... I get, like, stickers or I get box art or I get a t-shirt. Like, okay, I'd rather get some cool skin in game that you can only get from pre-ordering. You can't pay for it. Like, you can only get it because you were an early investor. I think that's cool. But I also think if you're upset because you pre-ordered a game and it never comes out, that's on you. I think if you pre-order a game and it's hot trash, you're out the money and you, like, committed yeah, to sure. play the game. That's that's my biggest thing. Of it. It's like you haven't even seen a review of it. You don't know if it's going to come out like hot trash. Like going back to the CD Projekt Red thing, like they made a ton of money on that title, a ton. Yeah. And then you start to hear these stories about the minimal refunds they ended up making on that game. And it's just like, oh, what are we saying? Like pay our marketing team a ton. As long as this looks good, we're going to get by. Like, come on. Yeah. Okay. I can buy that. I don't, It's hard. Because there's certain things I'll always pre-order a Zelda, oh, see. or a Pokemon. No, no, I think I think I would have signed up for CD CD Projekt Red's new game Cyberpunk 2077, mm-hmm. and I didn't just because I had burnt, got burned so bad in the past. There you go. It reminds me of well, when I had asked my mom to buy me a game at Toys R Us, and it was Yoshi's Island for N64, and it was horrible. Was it? Not the Super Nintendo one. Not the Super Nintendo one, because I love the Super Nintendo one. So I thought when they come out with a sequel, this one's going to be good. Oh, Yoshi's Story on N64? Yes, Yoshi's Story. Yeah, yeah. What a disappointing title that was. Wow. Yep. Wow. I'm sure that's going to upset some people. I know there's some Yoshi truthers out there that love every Yoshi game. Dude, the scars are real. The scars are real. Yoshi left scars. Is that the game that burnt you the most? Is that the one that sticks on your head? No, actually the one that burnt... Well, I mean, I've listed two that burnt me pretty bad. From your childhood. Another your childhood. one, I think the, the time that I said I will never pre-order again was Brutal Legend. And I think I've said that on this oh. very cast. <laughs> you pre-ordered Brutal yeah, Legend? Yeah! I mean, I, I loved Tim Schafer, enjoyed all the stuff that he had done. I liked Jack Black. at the. I mean, I still like Jack Black. He's a cool cat. Um, but he had some comedies in the '90s that were one of my favorite, like Orange County. If you have not seen Jack Black's Orange County, one of the best Colin movies Hanks. ever made. Yes, Tom Hanks' son, his good son, so not his weird funny. son. He has a weird son too. Chet Hanks, yeah. give him a Google. Oh, is that right? Yeah, good to know. He's a he's a thing on the internet. All that go, to go say, like Brutal Legend was one of the most disappointing titles I had played. It was just like, wow, this had so much promise. It looked funny. Jack Black was in it. It looked like brutal with a metal theme. I love the metal theme, and then it was just like, wah wah wah. Rough, rough. Yeah, rough. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take. Hot take.
All right, and that's it for us tonight. <laughs> Shelby, take us out. Hey, hey, today. that concludes our episode for tonight. If you would like more of us, feel free to follow us on our social channels in the description below. Also, our website is underpoweredmedia.com. We're on Twitch at Underpowered TV. We're chatting in Discord. Come hang out. We talking. We chatting. If you would, please leave us a review five stars if you would be so kind. That is a wrap for the week. We're out. Player games.